0: Welcome back to another edition of the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. My name is Blair Angulo. I am joined by Andrew Ivins. He's a national recruiting analyst for 24-7 Sports. Also a huge fan of of the cookie cake. And I haven't seen it, Andrew. I know we've joked about it a couple times on this podcast, but I'm actually kind of disappointed that it's official visit season and I haven't seen one photo on my timeline of a cookie cake.
1: You know, I have not either. And you know what I keep seeing? What has become the... I don't know, I want to say arms race, but it's like a big, who can do the best photo shoot? Like who can set up the most lights? Who can get the kids the uh, highest quality photos? Who's got the best props? Like uh, I saw Georgia Tech had like uh, some, some bicycle that they're letting kids use. So that is, seems to be like the hot thing. And then when you think about it, I mean, look, these kids haven't had a chance to visit anywhere in 15 months. It's 2021, the age of Instagram, TikTok, all that stuff. Like kids want photos of themselves on these visits. So, I I mean, Blair, you cut photos. Uh, I take photos for the network. I hate to be one of these photo people uh, at one of these big schools because I think your past, I don't know, two weeks have been pretty, pretty busy.
0: Yeah, that's a very good point. I have seen schools set up essentially kind of like a backdrop right and now it's a it's a it's a stationary thing where i'm sure they roll some of the recruits through they roll a group by and it's kind of like a stage now they've got a, a really specific photo shoot corner in the facility yeah. or by the football field and like you mentioned it they're going the extra mile now like with with the lights the strobes they've got some smoke they've got different colors they've got like backdrops it's it's gone to that next level
1: yeah they've cranked it up and What's funny is I was talking to a college coach – at a school and, you know, I, I, circling back to like all these kids want photos, you know, I have had some schools tell me that like, hey, we, we won't let kids go through the photo shoot unless they work out for us. And with the new NCAA rule, you can put kids through a private workout if they're on an unofficial visit, they're a rising senior in the class of 2022. And yeah, look, man, there's some kids out there that will never have to work out ever again in uh, schools would still sign them. But I think it's a little interesting that maybe some of these kids that aren't as high up or as ranked high or As coveted, like, man, these schools don't want to waste their time. So like, look, you got to work out for us. You got to show us what you got, then we'll put you through the photo shoot. And I thought that was pretty interesting.
0: Yeah, I have heard that before, especially when coaches are wondering if a recruit is their type of recruit. And if the first thing that recruit wants to do is put on the jersey and grab the helmet and put on all the armbands and ask for photos, then they try to figure out, all right, is this recruit actually in love with being a recruit? And and in love with this process, or is he in love with football? And, and obviously that's that's neither here nor there. But I, I did want to point out we've been hyping up the cookie cake, and it seems like it's it's gone just down the drain and it's it's not ever gonna come back. But obviously, you understand it that everything is now digital. The name, image, and likeness is gonna be a big part of the recruiting process. And when it comes to branding yourself, when it comes to putting you know yourself out there in terms of social media and, and in digital platforms obviously it makes sense that now the photo shoot has become the major staple of a recruiting visit
1: yeah man next thing you know these schools are going to start promising kids hey we'll get you uh, verified on instagram
0: <laughs> yeah it, <laughs>
1: we'll, get, we'll, we'll get you a blue check mark that'll be part of your uh, nli
0: It's happening, man. It is happening. Well, you guys, and and I talk about you, Steve Wilfong, Brandon Huffman, and Greg Biggins. You all had your own little photo shoot down in the state of Florida this past weekend. You invaded Bradenton at IMG Academy for the Future 50 event. That's what we're here to discuss. The alpha dog, Walter Nolan, heading into the weekend, had made some noise a few days prior, had dropped a tweet that had gone obviously very viral and, and him saying he wanted to shut things down. And obviously, he's one of the most coveted players in this class. And he went out there and showed everyone exactly why he is. As highly regarded as he is.
1: Yeah, you know, this is a non-padded camp. So I guess we should kind of start there. But Walter Nolan, this is my second time seeing him. I'd also seen him at a Under Armour camp in Atlanta back in, I think it was March. And he was awesome, man. Like he won every one-on-one rep. And yes, again, it's it's not padded. You could make the case it's not real football, but look, you can see these kids move around. And just for someone as big as he is, you know. He's agile, he's powerful, and he essentially just made easy work of what, you know, is supposed to be some of the top 2022 offense alignment in the country. So they did two sessions. They did one in the morning uh, and then one in the evening. And in the morning session, Will Campbell, who's an offensive tackle, five star on the 24 7 sports composite, he was awesome on the, on the offensive side of the ball. So uh, event organizers kind of paired him and, and Walter against each other in the evening. And I, I think that yeah, this is going to be broadcast somewhere uh, on ESPNU at some point, but look, I mean, the video's on 247sports.com. I tweeted it out because you know I took it with my iPhone, but they, they did three reps against each other, and, and Walter would have had a sack each time. I mean, he's just that good. Versatile. He lined it up inside, outside, so he was awesome. It's easy to see why. I think what we have him ranked as the number two defensive player or, or number number two player overall in the country, number number two defensive player or, or wherever he is, but man, you know, an era where you want to get to the quarterback, he, he's someone that you want uh, in in the middle of your defense.
0: Yeah, Walter Nolan, 6'4", 300 pounds out of the state of Tennessee, the number one defensive lineman in the composite, number three nationally in the composite for the twenty twenty two class. And I do want to invite our listeners to head on over to 24 7 Sports and check out some of that video that Andrew Ivan shot. Uh the highlights of Walter Nolan at the future 50 event. And I mean, his list, his recruiting list, and he has the option essentially to go wherever he wants to, but there's I mean, this is a who's who, right? The the Florida, the michigan's the lsu's georgia alabama tennessee a bunch of other schools trying to get involved there and the fact that he is maybe getting a bit tired of the process kind of shows and signifies that yeah you know there haven't been visits there hasn't been that face-to-face contact but the recruiting process hasn't stopped for a lot of these players what's the latest on his recruitment did you get kind of a temperature check of, of what the situation is right now for walter nolan
1: so i gotta you know hat tip to Steve Wiltfong, you know, who's frequently on this podcast. I mean, he's all over this recruitment. He's got a good, really, really good relationship with Walter. Also it, it is close with some other people inside that camp. I was kind of a, a fly on the wall, but, you know, I picked up some some different things. I, I've talked to my own contacts. You know, what one college coach, I, he's like, man, this thing is, it's a circus right now. Like, you know, it's, it's just so wild. And that's maybe more a, a word to just describe this month in general. I, I I think, you know, some college staffers, I was talking to another guy, he said he's had a, a a guy he's recruiting at his position on campus every day for 14 days. So I think everyone's a little stir crazy right now. Uh, And, and, you know, Walter took his first official visit to Florida. I think he really, really, really liked it. That's when that tweet came out that he could potentially be shutting things down. Do I think that's going to happen soon? Just talking with Steve and some other people inside Walter's camp? I don't think so. But, you know, maybe he doesn't wait until... December for that early signing period now maybe we see him make a decision before his senior season gets a, uh, underway in late August early September uh, you know I think you got to like where Florida is if you're a Gators fan you know Walter was wearing Florida gear at, at some point and you know is that notable no but this is also an Under Armour facility we're kind of like at not ground zero for Under Armour but this is a little Under Armour fortress at IMG Academy I remember at, at some point on Saturday one, one kid had like Puma underwear showing like little boxers like you know the tag on it and they stopped the drill to make sure Under Armour w- was covered up but then later in the day Walter Nolan gets off the bus he's got a Jordan issued Team Florida backpack he's got a a, a, jo- uh, a Florida Jordan bucket hat so It's clear the Gators are in a good spot here. Uh, Steve Wiltfong reported he's going to get to LSU uh, at the end of the the last weekend of the month. He's also going to get to Michigan. You know, I I think Michigan's a player. And then you can't count out Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State. So I think this one's still got a a ways to go. Um, But I do think Florida has definitely, you know, kind of found some footing. They were back in Gainesville and who's day? The family, you know, mom wanted to check it out kind of before this whole Future 50 thing got underway. So we'll see. Uh, still a ways to go, but, you know, maybe maybe a decision comes sooner rather than later
0: yeah and it's worth noting as well that Tennessee apparently offered his baby brother uh, yeah. who's a class of 20, uh, 20 twenty twenty-seven prospect not sure what position he plays but when we're talking about photo shoots and things like that I think Walter Nolan even tweeted or Instagrammed a photo of his brother going through that whole photo shoot process in Knoxville so uh, this is never-ending and obviously with a player of his caliber schools are pulling out all the stops and, and Walter Nolan obviously uh, worthy of, of all that attention we're gonna to take a short break. We'll be back with more from Andre Ivan's You are listening to the 24 7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too, with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. We are back on the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. Before we get to Andrew Ivins, I wanted to remind you that every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday this month, we are airing special five-minute morning episodes on this very podcast feed where we break down the biggest news in the recruiting world in short episodes. We're breaking down official visits. We're previewing the big weekends that schools across the country are having. So remember, check this podcast feed every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for those five-minute morning episodes here on the 24 seven sports football recruiting podcast. We are back with Andrew Ivins. He covers recruiting in the sunshine state and elsewhere for 24 seven sports. He's a national analyst, also a photographer. And also, you know, you, you've, you've got your, your, you've got a podcast background as well. And I feel like I've, I've got this before, and I've got this from, from some of our listeners that when you have, when you get on the podcast, Uh I, you know, I should kind of look over my shoulder, Andrew, I, I, I like it. Oh man, you do
1: a good job, but yeah, you know, I had the had the one when I was covering Miami, got my reps, and fortunate enough they made me to do that because you know I think that's the only way you get good at stuff is you just do it do it multiple times.
0: Yeah, you get some reps. No, and it's always a pleasure to have you uh, on the podcast. You can follow Andrew at Andrew underscore Ivans. Now you were. There, along with Greg Biggins and Brandon Huffman and Steve Wolfong, and you can head over, listener, to the 24-7 Sports website for all the top performers and for all the sights and sounds from that loaded event, the Under Armour Future 50, this past weekend down in the state of Florida. But what else stood out to you, aside from obvious, the obvious, right, the Alpha Dog, Walter Nolan, what else did you take away from from that event? So this was my
1: first time seeing LSU quarterback commit, Walker Howard, excuse me. You know, he's been committed to them for a while. COVID-19 pandemic kind of makes it hard to see kids. And I thought he was awesome. You know, they did a seven-on-seven tournament. Not really a tournament. It was just a game. It was a glorified game. Two teams. And they had the quarterbacks kind of rotate... Uh, quarters you know I think they let guys finish out drives if they were still on the field but Walker Howard's team struggled to move the ball in that first quarter and then he came in and he was not afraid to push it down the field he made some some awesome you know just kind of wow throws uh, and really I thought was the best of the four quarterbacks there the other guys there A.J. Duffy who was committed to Florida State I'd probably rank him number two then you had Braden Davis a kid out of Delaware he's committed to South Carolina and then Steven Jelly who won the accuracy challenge? Now I would have ranked him fourth. I didn't think he had that good of a day. A lot of checkdowns, um, but you know sometimes you're not playing with your receivers. So, so we'll see there. And it, again, he's he's going to go play for the Irish. But I thought you know Walker Howard was awesome. Another kid kind of from that same in know you know same region. Shaz Preston, the wide receiver top he's a big target for LSU and, and when I showed up to the event I was kind of chatting with Walker Howard and really why I was chatting with him because I wondered how tall he was and he's about my height one. so maybe you wish he's a little taller but he was telling me how Shaz was a huge priority for him and those two guys connected right away on the defensive side of the ball I, I think the list starts with Kamari Wilson look this wasn't a a Again, I keep saying that no one's wearing pads. You're in certain shorts, and some guys had like little mock helmets on, but you know there's no protection. And somehow Kamari Wilson, who's at IMG Academy, five-star safety, number one safety uh, in the composite, he found a way to like I don't know set the tempo and tone of the scrimmage. Like if this thing was a full go, he would have made some big hits. He had a pick, picked off a pass, uh, also broke up a few more. And then Jalen Snead, linebacker to Hilton Head, you know Notre Dame's the crystal ball leader for him. He was awesome. He broke up more passes than anyone there which is pretty rare to see for a linebacker and, and circling back to quarry Wilson you know Georgia leads for him on the crystal ball Texas AM Florida LSU and Miami all involved as well there.
0: It's always interesting at these non-padded camps and, and the showcases and the seven-on-seven seven because you can always see who's physical without the need to take it to that next level, right? And, and you can kind of see who's playing at a different pace and who has kind of those physical traits and the the feel for the game that um, you, know, you, you need to play with when you don't have the helmet on, when you don't have the pads on. And at times, that's when some of these players start to stay Stand out. So we could invalidate or we can, you know, knock the seven on seven scene or the passing league circuit or, or some of these non padded camps as as non football. Right. And, and it's not really uh, what we want to see. And, and you know, coaches will say that they've never offered off of a seven on seven and all that. But there's a lot of value there. And I thought that was a great point that you that you made about some of the the players that you're able to kind of, you know, they, they play just at a different tempo. And right. I think that that really stands out. Another one that I wanted to bring up, and I know you were double dipping this past weekend, making it out to the NFA seven on seven as well. Jaleel Skinner does, you know, talk about playing at a different pace. This this guy is is just a different type of athlete.
1: Yeah, so on Sunday I hung around IMG Academy again like I said it's you know a, a fortress for under armor. They had they had a big 7 on 7 tournament. Really the last I think club 7 on 7 tournament of of the cycle of the year. I mean it's crazy. These guys have been playing since January. Uh, I'm kind of over the whole thing like let's just move to the season but it, it was a final thing and cam newton had his team out there uh and it was star studded and, and by far uh one of the biggest names was jaleel skinner big tight end and, you know we currently at 24 7 sports i think have him as the number three tight end of the class the composite might have him number one uh but he's he's all of six five you know we have him listed at 210 pounds i this is the biggest i have seen him this offseason he, he's probably up to 220 pounds he's just a freak man he's a specimen you kind of look at him huge cash catch radius i I compare him, you know, I did his evaluation to Jared Cook. So anyone listening, trying to visualize what this guy looks like. I think he's like a a young Jared Cook and everyone wants him because look, you know, the tight end position, it's it's become a weapon at all levels of football. We just saw Kyle Pitts go really early in the NFL draft. So everyone's trying to find that X factor and some schools think Jaleel Skinner will be it. And, 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 you know, Florida is in on him. He just took an official visit to Florida. He's going to get to Alabama this upcoming weekend. Then he's going to get to Miami, going to get to Florida State during the season. So one of the more interesting recruitments and really just an intriguing prospect because he has a chance to be special.
0: Another player before we let you go, Andrew, was Tad Hudson. He's a quarterback in the 2023 class. And, um, you know, things are starting to accelerate in, in that group. We've seen Arch Manning hit the road. We, we've seen Malachi Nelson gather some of his options. Nico Iamaleava from out West also heading out to places like Ohio State and Alabama. But but Tad Hudson, 6'2", 225 out of the state of North Carolina, made it down to North Carolina. And he didn't get a photo shoot with Mac Brown, but he did get to play a <laughs> Little, a little golf with Mac Brown.
1: Yeah, this was by far like one of the most interesting nuggets that came out of this entire weekend. Like, I don't know how many kids I interviewed, probably over 50. And the quarterbacks usually always love to talk and which I mean I think it just comes with the position but I was talking to Tad and he's telling me you know he had camped at Clemson I, th- I think he camped at, he's going to camp at Alabama he had, he had been at Tennessee uh, all these places and I was like what, what, what was the highlight been so far for you guys out on the road he's like uh playing Pebble Beach at Mac Brown's house and I'm like what, what do you mean and he's like oh Mac you know we went to his house you know this is a 2023 so it's not like he's on an official visit or anything but Mac invited him over and they were playing Pebble Beach on one of those golf simulators that I guess Mac has set up in his house. And I thought that was pretty cool. You know, I don't know how many buttons, you know, which recruits that'll push the right buttons for, but maybe for like a quarterback, you know, I think that that's pretty interesting. It just shows also how Mac, man, he's still kicking. He's still... Got it going on there in North Carolina. So that was interesting. And, you know, Tad is, uh, I think we have him ranked the 13th best quarterback right now in the class of 2023. And Blair, you brought it up. The quarterback dominoes are going to start falling in that class. And, you know, Tad might not be that that, that top, top, top tier, but he's going to be that second group. He's going to be a power five guy. So I I think he's a name that recruiting people that follow recruiting are going to hear more and more about uh, in the
0: coming months. Tad Hudson, top twenty four seven prospect out of North Carolina, six two two twenty five quarterback, and now you know could always say that he played Pebble Beach with, with <laughs> Mac Brown. And I wonder if any other recruits are going to go and, and try to play maybe some Tory Pines with Mac Brown, or or switch it up and and you know maybe throw a curveball his way and and and, and play you know the British Open or something.
1: Oh, I mean, I'd be trying to play Augusta. Like, I think some of those golf simulators have it. Again, like, I don't know which recruits this is. This is going to pay off for, but hey, man, like, maybe mom and dad, you know, they're in town on the official visit. Dad wants to get a quick nine in. Like, that could that could be the difference.
0: I love it. No photo shoots at North Carolina. Well, I mean, there are, but <laughs> when you have a, a golf simulator, that's all. That's all you need. Andrew, thank you so much for joining us, and and can't wait to do it again.
1: Yeah, Blair, man. Thanks for having me on. It's been a crazy two weeks, and we got two more before the dead period. I hope there's a dead period in July.
0: Yeah, no. It's 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 been a whirlwind, uh, and we're about halfway there. Um, but obviously, we want to invite all our listeners to head on over to 24/7 Sports. Andrew Ivins and everyone else is bringing you the latest recruiting scoop, VIP buzz, all of the info on golf simulators, Mac Brown, the quarterbacks in the 23 class, everything, and you can find it over at 24. 24 seven sports for and Ivins. ins i am blair angulo thanks so much for listening to the 24 seven sports football recruiting podcast